Welcome to Broads, Books, and Booze. This is your host, Jamie. And I'm Monica. Hello, hello. Woohoo! So, we are here with another exciting book about depression and anxiety Broken in the Best Possible Way by Jenny Lawson. One of our favorites. Yes. <laughs> Love Jenny Lawson. Mm-hmm. So, this is her newest book. It just came out, and I pre ordered it, had it delivered anxiously waited for it to be delivered super excited i ordered it from her nowhere bookstore so that i was really supporting the author so i have a list of questions for us all right monica share a favorite quote from the book okay so i have two um my first one is where you know she gives these little you know inspirational quotes that people say but she fixes them and I thought that was really funny. And the one I picked was, my candle burns at both ends. And that's how fires start. Also, you're dripping wax everywhere. This isn't even how candles work. What are you doing? And I, I thought that was, that. and it was funny, but it's also great because like, you know, why would you do that to yourself? You know, push yourself so hard, like you're not supposed to. So they're funny, but they also have a little bit of a message. And I thought that was great. My second favorite one was I get asked a lot about how I've managed to stay happily married for over two decades. The short answer is that I was just too lazy to get divorced during the really hard parts. And I also can relate and thought that was great. Yeah, I, I do love that bit when she was talking about it. She's like, Victor is probably um, said, oh, you've packed up your bags. We're going on vacation. And she's like, what? Huh? Yeah, and then she was like, um, even if we did get divorced, like, Victor doesn't want to keep up two houses, because let's face it, I'm too lazy, and he's going to have to... take care of myself. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was great. <laughs> so, how, how do you think this book compared with her other books? So, that's an interesting question, because I really love her, and I love her voice, and I love her humor, and I love how personable she is. And there was a lot of that in this book. I did give her other two books five stars, which is weird for me because I usually don't rate books on Goodreads. So I must have been like really impacted and thought also thought it was funny to rate it. This one I didn't rate. And I, I don't think I liked it as much as her other two. But that being said, I still liked it a lot. I loved her first book I fell in love with her immediately I had read let's pretend this never happened and I was like oh my gosh um I think that there's somebody else just like me out there in the world <laughs> somebody crazy yeah and then uh furiously happy I it was like really explains mental illness and depression and anxiety to other people who just don't understand and I was like, oh, everyone should read this book because she's so genuine and real and, like, you get it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was this one, which it took her a lot of effort and a lot of time to write, but it was still hilarious. Like, yes. I just, I love, I love her. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so what feelings did Broken evoke for you? Well, I think the, out of all of her books, this book made me feel more compassionate and understanding for her and also for myself. 
<coughs> excuse me, I am getting over a cold. <coughs> I thought we had put this off long enough where I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but, um, you know, especially when she talks about being stuck longer in periods of depression, um, you know, depression, a lot of times, you know, maybe it's a couple days, maybe it's a week and sometimes it's months and you're like, oh my gosh, this is never going to end. And maybe that's what it is about this book. It is a little bit darker, maybe a little bit more about the suffering aspects of it. Um, and I could relate. And, and also I felt her anger. She has some frustration and anger, especially with getting the treatment that she deserves. Right. And from the insurance company and, um, you know, just the, the genuine struggle she goes through trying to stay mentally healthy and, and physically healthy. And so I think that really comes through in the book. Right. Her entire chapter of her letter to the insurance company where basically I'm trying to stay alive and you want to kill me because it would save you money. If, if you read anything in this book, go to the bookstore, open that chapter, read that chapter. It is the best chapter in the book. One of our other close friends is having a similar issue with the insurance mm -hmm. and her um, special needs son's treatment. And I, I thought of this book when she was talking about that too. Like, we're trying to keep him alive and you don't care because it costs you money. Right. And you know, that's the whole reason why I now treat myself with herbs and meditation and different things, which this is not medical advice, by the way. <laughs> but, um, you know, experience. especially if you have depression and anxiety, you cannot deal with all of that red tape. It's horrifying. So much work. Yeah. And, and they know that. They're like, oh, it's not worth it. It's just too much work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I take a crap ton of allergy medicine and my insurance company no longer carries or covers Mm -hmm. The one type that of nasal spray that was working for me. It's nasty crap. It tastes terrible. But it works. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, you could appeal it. And I'm like, oh, that's so much work. Yeah. Well, my mother-in-law is diabetic. And her doctor recommended this sensor. Because she was, like, still poking herself and drawing blood every day. And she's getting older. And so she got the sensor, right? And she got, like, a six-month supply of the stuff that you need to use it. And then after that, it took two months to get the refills approved. Wow. I mean, it's like you offered it to her, you gave it to her, you approved it the first time. Like, what's different between the second time? It's just infuriating. It's infuriating. Yeah, our healthcare system is definitely very broken. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel about the length of the book? Um, I... I didn't notice that it was too long or too short. And in fact, I think the chapters were for the most part short enough that it was a quick read. Uh, I liked, it seemed to flow pretty easily mm -hmm. and, um, they are all separate, um, like essays, but I felt it was like, yeah, pretty it blended good. together. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, um, if you could ask Jenny Lawson any question, what would it be? So I thought about this one a lot. And what I would ask her is if she feels like she is helped more by medical and psychiatric care or by her own introspection, you know, primarily through her writing. Because I feel like her 
her writing feels very cathartic, you know, like she's mm -hmm. really trying to understand herself. So I would be curious what her experience is with, you know, therapists and doctors and what, what she feels has helped her the most. I am so amazed at her ability to write and how she does it with all of the host of problems that she has, mental and physical ailments. I'm just like, how do you do it? How do you manage? That's so fantastic and amazing. And I'm like, yeah. it's so inspiring. I sit there laying on my couch, scrolling through Instagram, and I'm like, well, I could be writing, but this is easier. <laughs> well, and you know, if I do try to write something and then I read it back, I'm like, God, you're whiny. <laughs> you know, she manages to talk about all this stuff and still be funny and inspiring. And I don't know, she's really good. She's got a gift. She yes. has a huge gift. So what do you think of the book's title? I like it. I think it's very fitting. And I think a lot of people can relate to it, you know, feeling broken. Uh -huh. And and also it has this underlying feel that, you know, just because it's broken doesn't mean it's not any good, you know? Right, yeah. You can be yeah. broken and you can still be very awesome. Right. I, I like to think that it, it gives me more personality. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so... Why don't you talk about the story of the book cover yeah. and what you think about it? Okay, so it she got the inspiration from, I think the name is pronounced Omar Ryan. Well, talk, talk, let's talk about <coughs> what the book cover is. It's her. Yeah, she's holding like this little demon-y monster and it's got flowers coming out of it. And she's just like sort of holding it very calmly. Um she has this sort of contented look on her face. Like, she's yes. not frustrated. She's not happy. She's just sort of like, yeah, I've got this crazy monster. Right. And I think the monster probably represents her brokenness. Those parts of her that she can't fix. So, it's like acceptance of yourself and those parts of yourself. And so, I think that's really beautiful. And um, the inspiration came from that... Um, artist who she saw a picture it's a child like lovingly holding this demon and she says embrace your beasties and I thought that was really <laughs> cute um yeah so it's like about learning how to love all the different parts of you and accept them and I thought it's fantastic symbolism yes yes yeah. it's like I may be broken and I may have all these problems but mm -hmm. I'm still gonna accept me for who I am and where I'm at yes Ooh, let's do a quick break and let's talk about our beverage today. Yeah, you go ahead. It's really cool. So I am guessing this is from Beak and Sniff. Kiff? I'm not even sure. Apple Orchards. Hmm. It says that it is a black cherry hard cider. They come in premium small batches. So from tree to can. Handcrafted in New York. I can definitely taste the cherry. It is very cherry. It says mm -hmm. that it's a four on sweetness, which I was surprised because I didn't think it was that sweet. I was is expecting... it four out of five? Four out of six. Oh, yeah, maybe I can see that. I was like, oh, I, was, I don't really like overly sweet, so I'm surprised that I'm enjoying this as much as I am. Is and it... the can is gorgeous. Oh, it's like black with 
you know, fluorescent colors on the front and it's textured. It feels weird. It's yeah. kind of nifty. Okay. <clears throat> Oops, sorry. I've locked my notes up for the book club. All right, let me get back to this. <clears throat> so what aspects of the author's story could you most relate to? Okay, so the one of the first chapters is about memory. And she tells this story about, you know, she'll tell her husband these places she wants to go and he'll get out the pictures of her having been there. And she's like, you know, I can remember the picture and like what happened around that time, but I don't remember how I got there. I don't remember, you know, much of anything about the trip. And I, I relate to that so much. Um, she has a little quote in there that says, without writing things down, I slip away. So I started keeping, um, I never use my planner because I am a horrible planner, but a use that I did find for it is I just jot down, you know, like things that I did that day, just like a little bullet journal. And it's really helping me remember, you know, like I can, like we started kayaking. We're going kayaking later today. And I can, like, we could go kayaking on Monday, and by Friday I'm like, when did we go again? What day was that? How long ago was that? Like, I just really have a hard time remembering my life. And um, so she writes about it in a funny way, but I, I also wonder if that's just not a, you know, just another symptom. Symptom of depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or anxiety, because it's, you're so much in your head, you know, you're not physically present that, you know, your life kind of slips away. So, yeah, definitely relate to that. Yeah, she's like, I've never been there in pictures. Like, here's pictures that show you were. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my husband, he is so funny. We'll be driving. He likes to drive. He's one of those people that can just find his way from anywhere, you know. So we'll be driving, and I'm like, ooh, have I ever been on this road before as we're doing our country drive? He's like, yeah, yesterday. (laughs) We were on this road yesterday. We were going the opposite direction, but we were on this road. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) I love the chapter of awkwarding bringing brings us together. So she had a small tweet out into the universe. Airport cashier. Have a safe flight. Me. You too. I can never come back here again. And then all these other people were tweeting awkward quotes that they had. And I was like, oh, I was like, that brings out like the dorky bits of me sometimes where I just say something and I'm like, oh, that did not make any sense. (laughs) I'm like, oops. And of those ones, like the favorite one was like, they didn't let their grandmother go to funerals anymore because she kept congratulating people. (laughs) That chapter was actually one of my least favorites because the secondhand embarrassment level was through the roof. Like, I literally read that chapter through my spread apart fingers, like, cringing. (laughs) I laughed so hard at it. So hard. I was like, oh, yeah, I could have said that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) So I'm a little bit dorky sometimes. So how honest do you felt she was? I think the book felt very honest and authentic. Um, One of the stories that I really liked um, 
where she talked about seeing this dandelion fountain from her hotel room in New York. And she was too, um, she couldn't, she just couldn't go out. She wanted to, to go out and see New York. But she was looking at this fountain from above and she was able to see this rainbow and it was really beautiful. And she knew nobody on the ground could see it. Only she could see it because she was up above. And like you could really get that feeling that she's, first of all, trying to make the best of her situation. I think that's really cool. But you could also get how sad she was that she wasn't able to do some of those things that she wanted to do. Right. So I feel like a lot of the book was like that. Honest and authentic stories. And they, and they had a lot of feeling. I agree. I felt it was very authentic. It felt very real mm -hmm. and very approachable. Yes. She, she came across as like somebody that you can talk to and identify and have a conversation with. Definitely. <clears throat> Were there any points when you felt she was sharing too much? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like the Shark Tank business idea episode. It was, you know, I'm not a prudy person, but like, we just don't need to be talking about our bits so much. <laughs> I got a little embarrassed. Um, yeah. See, I, I have like no shame. I'm like completely shameless. So <laughs> I, I thought that was <coughs> funny. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Oh, it's like, what do you think the point of her choosing to share these stories are? Well, I feel like she wants to be understood. I feel like she can't always express herself in the moment. Um, and also to remember, obviously, because she forgets everything. Um, but that feeling of wanting to be understood really comes through. And... I think that's probably reason enough to write. Maybe she wants to help other people too, it seems like. I am a follow follower of her blog. Mm. And so I get email updates every time she posts on her blog. And sometimes I have like this intuition. I'm like, oh, I think she's going to be posting. And I'll go there and there's like, oh yeah, there's a new post. And then I get the email and I'm like, -ha -ha. <laughs> we are connected. We are. And, uh, I feel like a lot of the book comes from the blog. So I feel like her putting it into a book is going to reach a wider audience than everybody who's going to sit there and read every little snippet that she writes. And then it, she can get her story to more people and, you know, a bigger audience reaching, helping more and more. Yeah, for sure. So I, I really appreciate what she does. It's inspirational. I, it makes me want to write. It makes me want to write, too. Mm -hmm. And I, I read something the other day that one of our friends posted on Facebook. They're like, why is it always some teenager who's saving the world? That's ridiculous. <laughs> so I was like, damn straight it is. It's just be some middle-aged moms that save the world. Like, I could totally write that story. Yeah. All right. So which of her short stories did you like the best? Okay, again, I couldn't decide, so I picked two. I really liked Things We Do to Quiet the Monsters, which is where she talks about being stuck for an unusually l large amount of time in a dark place. 
And she talks about that electromagnetic brain therapy that she gets. Right. I thought that was so interesting. Um, I would like to say that is something I would never do. Never. Sounds horrifying. It sounds horrifying. And, like, I'm one where it's, like, I mean, I guess if, I guess if you feel like your brain is physically broken and you want to physically fix it, like, I can see how that would happen, like, where you would think that would help. And it did help her. I don't know if it helped because it didn't help, like, it helped for, like, months. Not that she didn't go into remission. But that could have also been because she expected it to help so much, and it didn't. Either way is valid, like... As we know from previous podcasts, I think our brains are really smart and, you know, placebo effect works great. And just because it's a placebo effect doesn't mean it's not valid. If you feel better, you feel better. Exactly. You know, something like that would not make me feel better because I would be like, you know, I my brain is my brain like for a reason and maybe I should just let it be itself. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what you felt about that therapy. I felt glad for her for doing it yes i it was very painful and very expensive and it was a lot of time i like obviously showed how desperate she was exactly so i'm i'm glad for her that she did it and that she did get some relief from it right but yeah that's it shows just what in a terrible place she was right Right, and then the other favorite chapter I had is editing as hell, mostly for my editors. It is hilarious. It is so funny, and I don't even have any quotes written down about it, but it made me laugh hysterically. It was great. And I think uh, one of my other favorite chapters is all the reasons why I'm not coming to your party. That one was good, too. <laughs> and she kept that list in case her husband wanted her to go to a dinner party. And she could say, look what I said at the last party we went to. <laughs> He's like, oh, yes. <laughs> it's like, uh, in which short story essay chapter did you like the least? And I think I've mentioned I did not mm-hmm. like the Shark Tank business ideas, and I did not like Awkwarding Brings Us Together. <laughs> <laughs> the secondhand embarrassment was just too much for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have one that I didn't like the least. So I, I don't know. I was, I enjoyed it all, but like a lot of it really reminded me of her, of her blog. So I felt like there wasn't any super new stories mm-hmm. so uh I, that was actually kind of disappointing it's like oh maybe i shouldn't be reading her blog <laughs> maybe i should just be waiting for the book to come out and then i can just like laugh for hours on end all at once <laughs> so that was the end of my questions yeah like is there anything else you want to talk about as we wrap it up you know i think your questions pretty much covered everything um i I've listened to some interviews and stuff that she's done and especially knowing how hard it is for her to get out and do these things. It just makes it all the more impressive. I'm just very impressed by her and I'm also very appreciative of her because a lot of times people think if you're depressed or you have anxiety that you have to 100% of the time always feel that way and she's very unapologetic about, hey, I'm having a good day. Today, I'm going to enjoy it. 
Right. You know, it, it's that, you know, again, that authenticity and not worrying about what people are going to say or judge you by. I like that attitude that she has. Depression isn't just always laying around crying. Right. Sometimes it's just not having the energy to do things that you want to do. Or sometimes it's doing those things and looking fine on the outside while your brain is quietly screaming on the inside, you know? I mean, it's just, she does a good job of explaining that to people who wouldn't understand. And I think you said that a little bit ago and you're exactly right. Right. And I am going to give this highly recommend. Yes, me too. Um, I think that was it. Yeah, we breezed right through that one. Woohoo! Yeah. So, as always, drink responsibly. Yes. And thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.